From the KLYT Broadcast Studio, this is ABQ Connect. Your input on today's topic is important to us. Join in the conversation by calling 505-338-5790 or text 505-585-LIVE. ABQ Connect. Always so much to share with you on ABQ Connect, and we're happy to uh, connect with various organizations and guests uh, that uh, are doing good work. You know, uh, I'm encouraged by uh, uh, those that come into this studio on a regular basis, whether it's, you know, personally, uh, you know, uh, in studio or over the phone or via the web. Uh, and we're going to get to our first guest here in just a minute. Before we do, uh, you know, last Friday on our Friday financial update, uh, the uh, update from John Moore Associates with Brian Cochran. Brian spent a few minutes talking about, you know, as we're headed into uh, the holiday season. It's a time of year, the end of year, uh, whether in a spiritual way or in a financial way or both, a lot of people are, are considering giving uh, and, and where to be giving. Uh, and I, w- I want to let you know about uh, a few things that are currently on our radar, uh, and we hope we've made them uh, available on your radar. One of them we're going to talk about uh, later in this hour, and that's uh, um, steel bridge ministries and, and what they're doing, uh, to reach our community they're, They've got a Thanksgiving meal coming up next week. We'll get to the details of that, uh, in the second half of uh, the show today, uh, on our website at klyt.fm. And you'll hear the announcers talking about it as well between now and probably just into maybe about the first week of 2024, uh, the GFA world Christmas critter campaign, where essentially uh, you can go and give a gift to uh, a family or individuals in Asia and Africa uh, that uh, are living in poverty. You know, and, and this, these gifts they help break the cycle of poverty and show Christ's love. You know, the gifts are delivered by the staff uh, from GFA World. And you know, when they, you know, for instance, if they deliver a, a Jesus well or or a uh, bio sand filter or a couple of goats or chickens or a barnyard bundle or a Bible. Uh, they're able to share the love of Christ. And if it's, you know, the, if it's the bio sand filter, they can talk to them about living water. So great opportunities there. Uh, the, the toll free number for that, by the way, is, uh, 855-513-2127. You'll find that, uh, toll free number. When you go to klyt.fm, you'll see the Christmas critter campaign, banner just click on that and you can either send one of those gifts you know via the web or the the toll-free number is there as well uh so go to klyt.fm and again that toll-free number is 855-513-2127 another way to give and you'll find it uh right on the home page as well right below the banner for um christmas critter campaign uh, you will find uh the international fellowship of christians and jews and what with what happened on October 7th, the terrorist attack in Israel, there's great opportunity to reach out to those in need uh, through what they're doing. Uh, and with that in mind, uh, the, the link is there. You just go click on it. Um, I also want to make sure you're uh, aware that for the next month, now there's a lot of people that tune in weekday afternoons at 3.30 and hear Abounding Grace, uh, and that we're postponing that uh, for about a month, and we're going to bring you a series of messages from Bless Israel that deal with what's going on there now and how you can help. So great ways to give as we head towards the end of the year. And we're in the midst of our Operation Christmas Child um, uh, 
pickup week you know, at, at Calvary Church, a collection week. Uh, it goes through Sunday. Uh, you want to find out about that? It's on the Calvary website at calvarynm.church slash OCC. So really, that's what I'm saying. There's all kinds of great ways to give. Pray about how God would use you uh, through the holiday season and throughout the year. Uh, and uh, we'll we'll continue to, to cover that information for you as we head through the holidays. All right, there there's the house cleaning. Now let's get get to our first guest. Uh, joining us uh, is uh, Carl uh, uh, Barrett. Carl is connected uh, uh, with us uh, out in Tyler, Texas. And Carl, you you've joined us before to talk about Monday blues to Sunday pews, daily journey leading to growth uh, in the past. But we welcome you back on to ABQ Connect. Thank you, Steve. It's a pleasure being on here. Now, uh, uh, Carl is uh, uh, the founder of uh, Monday Blues to Sunday Pews Ministry, and and Carl, you know, in our uh, leading up to the show, we had a, uh, we were able to talk a little bit of some of the best conversation we should record and just play back. You know, it's it's what we do off the air. One of the things you mentioned was, you know, you said, "Well, since I retired, I don't know," you said two or three years ago, and I forgot to throw back at you. You know, bad news, Carl. There, uh, brother, there is no retirement. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. If you are correct. If you are a servant for Jesus Christ, there is no retirement. Yeah, and and one you know my example uh for that, uh well there's there's plenty, but Billy Graham to me, man, I uh, think of uh you know Billy until the day he went to go see the Lord, he was he was doing his work and we appreciate the work that you've done since you've quote unquote retired. For those not familiar uh, with the, the ministry of Monday Blues to Sunday Pews, uh, how did that start? Uh, how did that come about? Uh, and uh, where's where's it gone since it started? Well, it all started really about 12, 13 years ago, Steve. Uh, I made a, co- a conscious commitment to the Lord that I would use the platform of Facebook for means of posting biblical scripture. And then that led to posting devotions. Then that led to more in-depth study versions, if you will, that would help people to understand what was God saying then that could be applied to us today. Well, all of a sudden, after about 12 years, after about 12 years and after I retired, I realized that I had an archive of devotions that I have done from Genesis all the way to Revelation. And I said, how could I use this as a means of ministry and serving you, Lord, and helping people to better understand what God would say in then and how that can apply to us today to where we can continue to what you said, Steve, to be servants for Jesus Christ every day. Because every one of us as followers and believers of Jesus Christ, we all have a gift. And guess what? We also have talents that we can utilize for the building of God's kingdom. Well, one thing led to another. I will tell you this, the first month that I retired, I started to try to write a book. And I'm here to tell you that writer's block is real. I could not get down one sentence. Well, over about a period of several months, I came up, I started doing a lot of research about our daily journey and growth that can help us throughout the week. Because one thing I can tell you in corporate America world, the one day that I 
absolutely regretted to see more than anything else, and I think a lot of your listeners can attest to this, is Monday. I, when it got Sunday night, I dreaded Monday. And I started doing a lot of research, Steve, and I realized that now the database is different. You can look at one research and get one number, and you can look at another research and get another number. But I'll just use an average. 75% of people dreaded Monday more than any other day of the week. Now, let's put that in perspective. That one day, three-quarters of the people dreaded that one day more than any other day. So then I got to thinking and said, for Christians who go to church and are in God's word, should be sustaining the scripture, and they should be going into a Monday like with joy. Right, coming off that mountaintop. Exactly right. Just like when you think about what James wrote in his first chapter, it doesn't say when. It says, I mean, when troubles do come our way, it's not if, but when. When trouble comes our way, we're to, supposed to consider it as an opportunity of joy. So I got to looking at all these research and data that I was formulated, and I realized that, oh, my gosh, people were Pew, at Pew Research Center were polled in 2018, and why do you go to church? 80% of people said, I go to church to get closer to God. But then you look at other research by American Bible Society, only 9% of people, Steve, read God's word daily. Huh. And then the scary thing in, the scary thing is this, is that Reuters just released a survey from last year, is that 93% of Americans have God's word in their house. So I started saying, you know what, how can I help people in writing something with this archive of studies that I formulated over 12 years in the form of a book. I said, you know what? I'm just going to start writing one book at a time. I'm going to take a storyline and a topic from each chapter of each verse of the Bible, and I'm going to paraphrase into what was God saying then and how that applies to us today. And that's how we got to where we're at today. And so far, we've, we've written four books, and we're now working on books five and six that I'm sure we'll talk about. Yeah, and for, for those not familiar, uh, let's back up a little bit. The first book started, uh, it was God, uh, God Values Our Daily Steps. And as you and I were, I didn't realize this. I don't, uh, I don't know if I caught on to this last time we spoke, but essentially, you know, you're, you're uh, most of the way through the Pentateuch now, but you start in Genesis, uh, and that's essentially, you know, what you walk through with God, God Values Our Daily Steps, and then uh, Exodus, uh, uh, God's guide to freedom. Uh, and then, uh, Leviticus, God's holy holiness versus, uh, man's lawlessness. Uh, and now the, the book, you know, we'll talk more about today. Uh, and we'll, we'll jump into that in our second segment. Uh, God's people count counting God's dots, uh, a guide through the book of numbers, uh, which, you know, I have to say, you know, those, the, for whatever reason, that's a couple of books, that, you know, they scare people off Leviticus and numbers. Uh, but, uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for your, your work there. And the other thing I want to say about, uh, the, you know, the Bible, you know, the percentage of, of Bibles in each household in America. Yeah. You got to think, okay. And in a digital age now, maybe it's a, a little different. Maybe it's declining as far as having a physical, uh, Bible, but 
even some of those counted, I have to wonder if they're not just flat, flattening flowers uh, uh, and holding birth certificates uh, and, you know, and not uh, uh, not being cracked open and, and people digesting uh, what's between the covers. Well, and, and you're correct, Steve, in that, and I know we're going to touch on this in the fourth book, God's People Count Connecting God's Dots, is because you're absolutely correct in this digital age that is on the rise and continues to rise day by day. If you look at the worldwide population, which I've lost count of somewhere between, what, seven and eight billion people, uh, they're, they're now estimating close to four billion people have a different type of device in their hand that they're looking at every day, which is not very instrumental in our spiritual life. And it's all about what we use in our everyday life and how we can be an instrument for God's kingdom. And unfortunately, in today's rising age of digital is that we're not utilizing the right things. Yeah, well, and so much appreciate that. And we'll touch more on that when we, uh, uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to spend some time with uh, Carl Barrett. Uh, he's, he's the author of God's People Count, uh, Counting God's Dots, a guide through the book of, of numbers. Uh, and um, found, you know, all these books, you know, you'll find them uh, where you find, uh, however you go and find your favorite books. Uh, but, uh, of course, you'll find details uh, about the ministry at Monday Blues to Sunday Pews.com. Uh, when we come back more with Carl Barrett as we continue our discussion on ABQ Connect. Hey guys, if you haven't heard about this yet, uh, Contend Men's Conference 2023 is coming to Santa Fe at Blaze Church this weekend, November 17th and 18th. And uh, the gentlemen, it's Faith, Family, and Freedom. This we defend. You'll find the details at blazeonline.org. Also, now coming to Albuquerque, uh, hopefully this is on your calendar uh, for the holidays, Chris Tomlin concert at Calvary Church, Albuquerque, Osuna West of Jefferson. That's Friday, December 15th at 7 p.m. And you'll find the details about that at calvarynm.church. Thanks for tuning in to ABQ Connect. Tomorrow, join us in person. Yeah, uh, Jim Williams and myself plan to be over on the west side at Calvary West Side. That is uh, Montano, uh, uh, just uh, or excuse me, Coors, just north of Montano, uh, Calvary West Side, and uh, we'll be interviewing Henry Lozano. If you haven't uh, heard his story, he's got a, a book out, Borderlands, uh, as actually the book as told to Brian Nixon, who's going to join us on the broadcast as well. Uh, but what a testimony, Henry, growing up in the Imperial Valley in Southern California. Uh, and then getting into the drug trade, uh, the illegal drug trade, uh, and uh, finding it, finding his way to prison, uh, and then finding the Lord. Now I haven't finished the book and I'm looking forward to hearing his whole testimony, but, uh, after finding the Lord, uh, turned his sights towards reaching out to those, uh, that are dealing with addiction and found him his way to work in the White House. So quite a testimony. We're going to catch up with Henry. He'll be with us tomorrow on ABQ Connect for that live remote. That'll be from one to two. But listen, uh, we didn't set this up. Our friends over at Calvary Westside, they're reaching out to the community. They want, you know, they, uh, Gabriel, Pastor Gabriel over there walking around the community, inviting his neighbors to lunch. He's going to have the barbecue set up with hot dogs, hamburgers, uh, what have you, I don't know exactly what he's going to have, but, uh, you know, while, while it lasts free lunch, uh, you go by Calvary West side, can't beat that. Looking forward. 
uh, to, you know, not only having lunch, but explaining to people, uh, only the only correct condiment to put on a hot dog between ketchup and mustard. No, it's mustard. Just in case, you know, we, we don't need to have that argument, but I love you anyway. All right. Uh, let's welcome our guest back into, uh, studio. Carl Barrett, uh, is the author of God's people count, uh, counting God's dots, a guide through the book of numbers, uh, part of the ministry at Monday blues to Sunday pews.com. And by the way, you can do a search for that ministry on Facebook and find the page there that Carl mentioned Monday blues to Sunday pews. But Carl, uh, welcome back in and let's, let's focus a little bit on, uh, the, the latest book, which, you know, is a walk through the book of numbers and, and in the book, uh, I, I think you, you bring to light, uh, how isolated we are in the landscape of the, the world we're living in now. And it, it's really contrary to what God designed for us. Right. Right. And, and I, I'll tell you what's really led to that is even before COVID, we started seeing elevations of people in a state of isolation, which has led to loneliness, hopelessness, and helplessness. And uh, there's a lot of research out there, Steve, that, that tells us that it is something that is growing day by day. And the sad thing about it is, as Christians, we're not doing our part as accountable Christians to connect with people that need help that need hope. And the one hope that we know that they all need is, of course, hope in Jesus Christ. So the unfortunate thing is, the one thing that the God's People Count book, I, I wanted to start it out by sharing a personal life experience when I was a mentor and assistant the chaplain in the New Mexico State Penitentiary, because if you're talking about a point of isolation, you can look at an inmate who's in a seven by 11 cell incarcerated 24 seven and they need Jesus Christ. And that I'm sure you're probably going to open that up and how I look for a mutual interest and a common ground of how we can connect with people using our gifts and our talents with people out there who are isolated and who do need help and need hope. Yeah. And you know, some of us, I, I think, you know, obviously don't come by that, maybe I'm, maybe it's a cop-out. I think, you know, I think of, uh, come by it naturally. I mean, you know, uh, people who know me and they'll tell you, I'd talk to a wall, Carl, if it would talk back. Uh, but, but there's others, uh, you know, who, uh, uh, they may even see the need and, and, uh, be doubtful about how effective they could be, uh, to connect with, with someone else. But the truth is, you know, uh, God equips us to do that. Uh, he talks about it throughout scripture, whether it's, you know, uh, how we're designed to connect with our spouse, with our children as a friend and the koinonia that he's prepared to have, you know, us for us to have, uh, as the body of Christ to that, that sweet fellowship that only comes, uh, when brothers and sisters gather. That's correct. And, and that's a very valid point right there, Steve, because but talk about a cop out and, and, and this being absolutely, as I told you earlier, I'm a very black and white, very transparent, transparent person. I they have certain pet peeves that really just drive me absolutely bonkers. And one of those pet peeves is that when people say, well, that's just the way God wired me. Well, when I was an instructor for the National Fatherhood Initiative, 
What we were teaching in that program is how to help the fathers who were incarcerated inside an institution to be an effective father to their children on the outside. So, you know, we all know the very familiar passage in Isaiah 43, why God created us. He created us to where we would glorify him. So for those, to your point, Steve, for those of the listeners who say, well, I'm an introvert. I just don't have that outgoing personality and I, I just can't do that. Well, well, guess what? Uh, when you're teaching an incarcerated prisoner how to be an effective dad on the outside with his children, there are a lot of men and women who have the gift of writing, who have the gift of talking to people on the phone. They have a gift of, if you are an introvert, of using their gifts and talents to connect with people in various ways. Would you agree with that? Yeah, uh, and and it's important. I think that uh, those you know there's areas that we maybe more naturally go towards, but you know right. he he also equips us. Uh, you know, I know there was a time in in my walk uh, uh, where you know I just accepted the gospel. Uh, it was almost like fire insurance. You know, where okay, whoo, uh, uh, you know, and then until I was discipled, I wasn't well prepared uh, to. Um have a dialogue about my faith and you know so what is it that you believe uh so uh i i, right. I do i do think that you know we talked earlier in the conversation about uh yeah okay there might be bibles in homes uh or you know on our phones uh and and you know I, we talk about digital i, d- I do want to give a shout out to uh, uh you know craig rochelle and and the life church and what they've done uh, with the the digital Bible that's available, and the re- there's tools and resources. Yeah, if you like being on your phone, well, there's a way to connect with God there too. Uh, but right. uh, but if if we're in His Word, uh, it's you know the the Word of God we we know is alive and active, cutting to bone and marrow. It's gonna have an impact in our life. Uh, it, you know, we're talking about your book today, but to to mention another book, Jerry Bridges' book, you know, the pursuit of of uh, holiness. Uh, essentially, what you know, what I got from that was. Uh, you know, if you're in his word, it's going to have an impact and you're going to behave more like him, uh, because you're his kid. Uh, and if we are in his word and, or, you know, get discipled, if you're not, if you haven't been discipled, uh, how, you know, get some, get that mentor. You, and you mentioned being a mentor, get that mentor that'll walk you through, uh, you, you know, what you actually believe, what you cling to trust and rely on. And once you have a better understanding of it, uh, you're more likely to have that confidence it takes to have that conversation. But even before that, I mean, I, and I've said it before on this show, this, this will date me a little bit because when I first started listening to Christian music, it was Petra and they had a song, uh, mm. lift him up higher and higher, lift him up, set the world on fire. It doesn't take any Bible degree, just lift him up for the world to see. And you can do that through sharing what you know and you can do that through, uh, you, you mentioned a couple of them in the prison ministry, do that through loving people and loving people, right. wanting the best for them, doing, you know, those acts of kindness uh, are doing his work and, and sharing his truth. Right. And, and Steve, I'm here to tell you that uh, there's people that live in a tunnel of oblivion 
thinking that within their proximity in their own little community, and we could say within a radius of maybe hundreds of yards, maybe a half a mile, but I can almost guarantee you that there's talking about isolation. There is someone within your community, whether it be a neighbor, a family member, or a friend, even a brother or sister in Christ. There's someone within your proximity that needs hope and help in a spiritual way right now today. And, and the only way that we're going to be able to help those kind of people is by coming out of our comfort zone. We're going to have to come out of our comfort zone because the Lord did not create us to be in our own worldly comfort zone because he wants us to get out of our flesh and he wants us to connect with people spiritually that need to hear the scripture. You know, uh, Carl, as, as we're talking about this, I, I think of ways we can do, you know, you, for those of us on social media, you know, whatever platform it is, uh, just to reach out and say something like, uh, to, to reach out to who you were just talking about, who's, you know, either a hundred yards away or a hundred miles away, uh, that, uh, they're, they are by themselves, they're isolated. And to say, you know what, um, I'm a lover of Jesus and I know he loves you too. And you're not alone. If you, you know, if you want to connect, uh, you know, put that invite out there. And as I say that, uh, and you talk about being transparent and, and, and this at times is me too, you know, sometimes you see someone who, you know, needs love attention, uh, some of your time and you know, we all have lives where, you know what? I have so much drama in my life right now. I don't think I have the bandwidth for that. What would you tell someone who's feeling that way, but knows that there's someone, uh, in their sphere of influence, uh, that needs, uh, needs attention. Well, uh, Paul gives us great instructions in Philippians chapter four, when we get full of, of the worries and the anxieties and the fears of life. Uh, that's how the enemy attacks us. He, he, he wants to put up all those barriers and obstacles that will prevent us from drawing closer to the Lord and also connecting with people. And so what is Paul? He gives us a beautiful roadmap in Philippians chapter four on what we're supposed to do when we're going through all those key things in our life that are preventing us from connecting, that are preventing us from drawing closer to God. He tells us, he says, number one is we're supposed to pay attention to the scripture, but most importantly, pray. And I think, I think a lot of times I love what Skip said. I, I can't remember when he said this, Steve, you may remember this. But I, we listen, even in Tyler, Texas, we listen to Skip two, if not three days a week. And one of the things he said a few years ago, and, I, and a lot of people just don't get this, is that our relationship to the Heavenly Father should be reciprocating. It should be an ongoing flow, back and forth, back and forth. And how we talk to the Lord is through prayer, but how he talks to us is through his word. And if people would just understand that and to what you just, just commented about is that if people just get into the heart of God's word and understand what he has said, because you could bank on this, Steve, is that God has an answer from Genesis 1 to Revelation 22. He has an answer for everything in life. Now, when you, give, when you have a new believer, can you, can you fathom this? When you have a new believer and you give them God's word, and then they, they look at this massive manuscript, 
And they said, what's in here? Well, there's 66 books, 39 in the Old Testament, 27 in the, in the New Testament. Well, how many chapters is that? That's 1,189 chapters. How many verses is that? That's over 31,000 verses. How many words is that? Well, based on the translation, it's three quarters of a million words in the Bible. That can overwhelm people. They have to take one step at a time. Take one step at a time and address like the things you just brought up. When you are going through an issue of like, all of a sudden you've got all these worries in your life and you feel like you're just surrounded by nothing but thorns, then the best way to do it is to know what area that you're weak in. Do research. Go to the reference in God's word and go to straight to the scripture that talks about that. And that's not the ideal way of doing it, but sometimes people have to piecemeal it. Would you agree with that? Yeah. And the, the other thing I would say, encourage, you know, if, if you're not in God's word and you and I have both heard it, uh, what, what an easy way to make it happen. Cause sometimes people get to the, they get their Bible out, whether it's on an app or a physical Bible and they go, well, where do I go? Well, if nothing else, you know, uh, pick today's proverb. There's, there's 31 days typically right. in a month. And there's typically a proverb number that align right up with, with whatever the date is. And that'll get you in. And then, you know, and, and then, and then the discipleship we talked about and more, you know, I look at, at the clock, Carl, believe it or not, we're, we're, we're out of time, but I want to thank you for your time and remind our listeners uh, that those uh, nuggets can be found at Monday Blues uh, to Sunday Pews dot com uh, and also search for that on on facebook uh and we've been talking uh, about some of the content found in god's people count counting god's dots a guide through the book of numbers uh carl thank you so much for your time here for your time to put the uh, the ministry together that we mentioned and the the, the fourth book now and when book five's ready we got to get you back on Thank you, Steve. I appreciate your time, buddy. All right. And uh, we hope you'll stay with us because uh, we mentioned earlier uh, an opportunity uh, to be a part of reaching out in this community to share the love of Christ uh, as we head into the holidays. We're going to catch up with Steelbridge Ministries when we come back from the break on ABQ Connect. <laughs> 